Today on Kingdom Rock Radio. If people got that when they got on their jobs and clocked in, that they wasn't working just for the depot or working just for the Donalds, if they understood that they were working for the master, service would be 100%. Well, praise the wonderful name of Jesus, everyone. Hello, this is Pastor Mark A. Stroud, and I welcome you once again to another episode of Kingdom Rock Radio. Well, on today's broadcast, Lady Tony Hudson of Harvest Fellowship International is going to continue in her series entitled Leadership. This would be part number two. This is a must for all Christian leaders, and I know that you're going to be richly blessed and encouraged as well as inspired as you hear this message. Well, without any further ado, here comes the message entitled Leadership, part number two, right here on Kingdom Rock Radio. And we talked about um, the good shepherd and his sheep, and we talked about what leadership was, about leadership equals servantship. So tonight, we're going to continue to talk about that, but we're also going to talk about leadership equals your legacy. So... Sister Elder Ware, excuse me, passed a sheet out, and hopefully you'll be able to use it, but it has just a few words on it. Legacy and what are you leaving behind? Amen? Legacy, so we're going to define that tonight, and what are you leaving behind? Amen? Ephesians 6, verse 5. And it reads, servants, be obedient to them that are your masters according to the flesh, with fear and trembling and singleness of your heart as unto Christ, not with eye service as men pleasers, but as the servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, doing the will of God from the heart. With good will doing service as to the Lord and not to men. With good, and I'm going to repeat, will doing service as to the Lord and not to men. Knowing that whatever good thing any man doeth, the same shall he receive of the Lord, whether he be bonded or free. Amen. Amen. So again, tonight I'm going to define what do we mean and what do I mean by legacy? The legal term of legacy, something handed down from one person to another, it could be a will, something powerful that people will remember and or treasure. Legacies are what we leave behind to family, to friends, colleagues, neighbors, communities, including materials, histories, belief systems and values that we adopt. Amen? As a Christian leader, all of us are called to leave a legacy in the lives of others. So tonight, I want you to think, how will people summarize your work and life? How will they measure the impact of your leadership? How do you want to be remembered? And how would you write your own eulogy? 
what would people say about you? Amen? Most of us are caught up on the now that we rarely think about the kind of legacy we will leave behind. Whether we move from one job to another, or retirement, or our children move, move out of the home, or our lives come to an end. Far too many leaders assume legacy is something they need to think about later on, not now. Others don't even leave a legacy at all. Sometimes those who follow are left to pick up the pieces, or their work or vision quickly dissolve and they are quickly forgotten. Good legacy start right now. So I want to tell you a story, and the story is actually about myself. So I'm going to share something about me with you, with all of you. Hopefully you can take it. So with that said, about legacy, I thought that, first of all, let me start over. I know that I, I married young, and I married when I was 18 years old. I had a scholarship to go to the University of Georgia, a full ride, but I chose another path. I had a child, I wanted to do it the right way, and I did, and it was a daughter. So I moved back to Georgia and began a family life. However, things happen, and I end up being a single mother of now two. Not just one, but two. So with that said, I knew that I wanted more for my family. I knew how to work. I knew how to work hard because I did it in school, but now I needed to plot or apply it in real life. So I went out in the workplace. I was trying to go to school, but it didn't work because everything relied on me. And I wanted to because I didn't want anybody else to raise my children. However, I had help. Amen. Thank you for mamas and grandmamas and granddaddies, okay? So I did have some help. But I began to start working, and I worked, and I worked, and I worked, because again, I did not want one to be on anybody's system. That was just me, personally. But I knew that I had to give it all that I had that was in me. Now, with that being said, I was raised in the church, but really didn't know what church was all about. I was raised in the church every Sunday morning. I got up, rose, had to. I didn't have a choice, but I understand it now for those that are a little younger and, and regretting to come on Sunday morning or on Wednesday, but it will do you justice at the end. Amen. So I, we went to church on Sunday. We did the traditional thing. We sat there and heard the word. We left, but again, I'm out there working. Okay, I didn't want to be on the system, so one job wasn't enough. So I had to get two jobs. Got two jobs, tried to go back to school, then I tried to do some hair on the side, but that didn't work. So with that, as they began to grow, and these years began to grow, my daughter came to me and she said, hey mom, my teacher and I were talking, and she asked me a question. And I was like, okay, 
you know, we talk, we're open. And she said, well, she asked me, was I saved? And I said, okay, what, what did you say? She said, yeah. And I said, yeah, we, we're saved people. We go to church. We're saved. I don't do all that work for nothing. And she was like, well, she asked me, why do I think that I'm saved? And I said, well, why do you think you're saved? She said, because I was baptized. I went, hmm, because you're baptized. And so my son was there as well. And I said, it stopped me. I said, you, 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 you think you're, you're saved because you were dipped and came back up? And she was like, yeah, that's, uh, I'm saved. And so I began to do reflection on myself. Now, yes, I wanted a better life because we were living in an apartment. Both of my kids were in the same room. So I knew that I had to work because I was working for them, right? So with that, my work, I began to prosper on my job began to stay at my job more, but began to somewhat lose a little bit at, at home. So with that, when she said that, I came to realize the legacy that I was leaving behind was that they knew that mama knew how to work. They knew mama knew how to provide. We went to a penthouse on the west side or, or from the projects to a penthouse, but from an apartment to a house, I, I, I was working for them, but I for, forgot who I was really working for. So when she told me that, I went home, we stood in the middle of the aisle in the brand new house. I opened up the Bible because remember, I'm going to church. And we went to Romans. And because I didn't want another day to go by with her thinking that just being baptized was her salvation. So I told them to repeat after me. And Jesus Christ saved my children because I didn't want them to go to hell. But I didn't want them to just know mama as just a working parent with two jobs, working 80 hours a week, and that's all that she did. But now I can tell you a, a different story. I'm riding in my car, I'm listening to my Jesus music, as Pastor Hudson used to say. And my son looks at me, he was like, why, why we always gotta listen to gospel music? I wanna listen to, you know, some 2 Chain, for those that might know. And I was like, well, I was, I was kind of, not knowledgeable in the word back then, but I, I, I know where my help come from. I know that what I have today, my promotion came from the Lord. So he sees me and he, and he says, well, you, you a church woman, you, you, you a God woman, you a, and I'm sitting there like, yes, I am. I certainly am. And I'm saying it with boldness because about 10 years ago, I couldn't say that. I couldn't, uh, wasn't identified with that. 
But now the legacy I'm leaving with my children, not only does mama work, not only does she work hard, but she's a Christian leader. Amen. So I know when the when my paper unfolds that that you have, I know that one of the remarks that I could write on my own eulogy that she was led by Jesus Christ. And she knew where her help came from. Not only she did what she did for her children, but she did it because she was working for the Lord. They can say that about me, but what can they say about you? What impact, what influences are you having on the world today? Amen? Amen. So it is time to think about what, what sort of impact you want to make. Thinking about your legacy will make you a better leader straight away. It will exert a positive impact on the way you plan and lead and how you communicate and the values you hold. Christian leadership is not about you. It's about glorifying Jesus Christ. Your legacy is not about celebrating your life achievements, but maximizing the influence you have in the others, in lives of others, so that you know your work for God is not in vain. If people got that, when they got on their jobs and clocked in, that they weren't working just for the depot or working just for the Donalds, if they understood that they were working for the master, service would be 100%. If you were at the Ruby Tuesdays and the waitress came in knowing that she was going to serve you and her attitude was somewhat of a dismay or some people like, what, what, what's wrong with her? She's serving my food. But if she knew who she was working for. Her tip could be 100%. I know most of us will probably go back to a place that where we were served like we were respected. We would continue to go back to that same restaurant versus going somewhere that when you came in, you're like, what is going on? They don't even want to fill up the water in your cup. You're raising your hand to get serviced. Hey, me, me, I'm over here, me. But if they understood that we do take care of our own, because if, if I'm serviced well, and I know when we go out, we lead good tips. So if they came to the table with the mindset that, wait a minute, Woo, I might make $20. I might make, make $40. I'm going to serve you like Jesus is in front of me. So how do we go to work? How do you go to work? Do you go with a good attitude? Do you drop it at the door? As Pastor Stroud was praying, leave your worries outside. 
leave them outside. Because if I came up here and was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm speaking today. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I'm talking about leadership. Mm, let me sit down. I doubted if you would have gotten anything, but what is, what's wrong with her? And I'm trying to be impactful. I'm trying to make a mark. I'm trying to say, but you're looking at me like, Pastor Stroud. Kind of giving him the eye, right? But what type of influences do you have on the people that are under you? Remember what I said, we are the examples. Who we serve might not be the same person they serve, but if our light continues to shine, they will want what we have. But if it is dark and gloomy, they're just gonna pass by. I was talking to a young lady today at work. Actually, I was in a meeting today and we have some agents of mine, and I'm a manager of a call center, that are transitioning to a new department. So there's a list of high potential agents that are, might want to be a supervisors or on the right path to get promoted. So I have three of them on, on my team, right? So another team member had went to them and said, hey, I see your name on the list. I heard wonderful things about you. You're doing an awesome job. I want you on my team. First person. No, I, I'm, I'm glad that you see that I'm doing wonderful things, but I think that I'll stay where, where I am. Okay. They were like, oh, okay, so they put an X by number one. So they went to the third person, said the same spiel, now they put a little icing on the cake, put some candles on it. Ooh, come to my department. <laughs> come to me, come to me. And they're like, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm on the right path. I, I, you know, I have an advocate, I have a cheerleader. No, I'm good. They're like, okay. They cross that person's name out and then the third person. So we get into this big meeting. And my director says, well, okay, let's go down the list. Who's, who's going and who's not? So everybody said, ooh, I'm going. The person, one, number two, number three, number four, number five. But they got to my three agents, and they said, she declined, she declined, and he declined. So my director was like, say that again? Number one declined number two decline and number three decline that is on my team. And so they said, well, what's the reasoning for the person or for the people declining? And so the manager spoke up and said, well, it was some good reasoning, but you know. And so the reasoning was because they felt inspired, motivated, and they felt that not only myself, but my supervisors were putting them on the correct path to excel. Amen. They didn't wanna leave another department for a lateral move, 
but they were knowing that what we were doing for them in a game plan that we had, they saw promotion. They saw a future. And so with that, they're looking at me going, none of your people want to move? They don't want to go? What's going on? I said, well, you teach us that we should inspire people. I'm not here to create more followers. I'm here to create more leaders because if I'm gone, she can do what I do. So the mindsets of leaders is that when we help someone, we're not trying to promote followers. We're trying to build up other leaders. So I'm asking each of you to think. Use that paper tonight when you get home or sometime this week. What would you say about yourself? And if there's any adjustments that you need to be, that needs to be made, make the adjustments. It's okay. Make some self-evaluations. Reflect. Listen to your other leaders. They have the best interest in mind for you. They see something in you sometimes that you don't see in yourself. That's a good leader to put you out on the front. And when they see bullets flying, they'll stand in front. Nah, you can't, you can't have this one. Mm-mm. But then that's what Jesus did. It reminds me of what Dr. Martin Luther King did. A legacy. He knew he was called for greater things. He knew that when he spoke about the, the obstacles and the hills and the valleys that we had to overcome, that the oppositions were going to be coming from left and right, up and down. He knew it. But it didn't stop him from speaking, from having a voice. It didn't stop him when the threats came. He kept going. He kept going. And today, we're sitting here intermixed, different backgrounds, black and white, because the legacy that he left behind. Our legacy is something that lives on when we're gone. It's not just about the money that we have that we can leave to our children, but it's the investment. It's the nuggets. It's the whispers. It's the not giving up on them. When, when the world says, no, nah, you, you, you are what? You a Christian? You what? Yes, I am. And I'm proud to be one. Really? Where they took prayer out of schools. Well, it, it's up to us to get up in the morning and pray with our children, to lay hands on them. Because I tell you, 10, and my son is 14, he even understands the power of prayer. Could I say that a 
few years ago? No, but what I had to do as a leader, I had to cut some things away because I couldn't stop his growth. Because when he was born, I prayed a prayer over his life that the Lord would use him. He don't understand that because he was still but I understood that it was just more than just about me. It was about a legacy that we are all responsible for to keep on preaching about, keep on speaking about, keep on smiling about, walking about, teaching about. That is the only way the legacy will keep and will continue on. But it's time to do some self-evaluations on your own legacy. Does it line up with Jesus and God's word? Will you do things that he has done and did? Would you make the ultimate sacrifice? and give up yourself to help someone else. What are they saying today about you? A lot of rappers, a lot of, I say singers, get up and the first thing they do, they even know it. I wanna give the God the thanks for this, for the music that he's given me. But are they using it for the right purpose. We can talk about the shaking and the baking and, and still give him praise and glory, but are they using it for the right purpose? Will they remember, remember you for your tenacity and courage? When things are low, Will they remember you for your strength and your determination, for your donations? Will they remember you? Or will they remember the things that you mumbled and complained about? We're Christians, and a lot of times we say we can't, but we need to remember that we can. I refuse to lose. I said this three weeks ago, and I knew that the boldness was coming up. And I praise God. Somebody said, I thought you were broke. And I said, did I, did I say that? And I'm like, I thought you said you didn't have no money. And I said, well, and it just came up. I said, well, I really don't recall saying that, but if I, if I, if I did, it might have been some years ago, but now that I came into knowledge of who I am, am I not a child of God? If I only had one cent, five cents, 10 cents, I am still rich. It doesn't take money for you to, to get your inheritance. It only takes 
the knowledge to know that you already have it. So I'm not stirred from swayed from side to side. Now sometimes, yeah, I get a little bit weary, but that's when I have all of you to help me out, right? But, but when, 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 you, when you know what the rock stands for, and you know that the rock is a symbol and the rock is just is God himself, when I go to work, I go with my head up and people think that, well, you think you perfect. No, I'm not. I'm not perfect. I know I'm not perfect. But they look at me and, and judge me because they think I am. I don't walk around with arrogance. I don't. I don't walk around like I'm a big wig at, at my job. I don't, because promotion didn't come from Tony. It came from the Lord. So, so when I talk to my team and, and I tell them that you're on a winning team, regardless of what the stats may say, like the doctors, right? Regardless of what your manager may say, like your either mama or daddy maybe did in the past, we are winners. We can't lose. You have to have that same tenacity to refuse to be beaten. He already got beaten for us. You don't have to pay the price. It's already been paid. Leave a legacy. Speak up. He needs other voices. Don't be afraid to do something different. Dare to be different. Stand in front of adversity. Jump over your obstacles. Run through, push that mountain down. Do it. When you're weak, think of the goodness. Let it be your strength and your energy. He's given us too much for us to, to mumble and complain. We serve a God that has a legacy that has continues yesterday, today, and forevermore. He's wonderful. What are you leaving behind? What are you leaving in someone? What would they say when they come up to do the three-minute remark? Will they say, wait a minute, Pastor, I don't have enough time. Can I, can I get about three or four hours and tell you what, how, how brother's been good to me? When I was down and low, he bought me groceries. When I didn't think I had no ride, they came to pick me up. I, at three minutes, can't tell the story. What are you leaving behind? Go help somebody. Remember your legacy is not about you. You can't take you with you, if you know what I mean. Pass on the best of you to someone else. I know that I'm not done with my children. They might say, oh yeah, I'm grown. I know it all. But I still have some work to do. 
like the Lord has some work to do with us. I can't fault them because they fail because I know they're not failures. There's a difference. Your leadership matters. When you come in and when you go out, when nobody can see and when all the world can see, your leadership matters. Allow the Lord to use you as some great wisdom came through. Allow him to use you. You were sore. I'm a living testimony. You were sore. We all have favor in this sanctuary. Favor reigns in this place. We are owners. Our mansion has been built. Open the door and walk in it. Open the door and walk in it. Open the door and walk in it. Create your legacy. Own your legacy. That they too, the world, can see Jesus' legacy in you. I leave you with this. We cannot walk alone. As we walk, we must take the pledge that we shall always march ahead. We cannot turn back. Let us not wallow in the valley of despair. I say to you today, my friends, the words of Dr. Martin Luther King, I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the red hill of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day even the state of Mississippi a state swelling with the heat of injustice, swelling in the heat of oppression, will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. The legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King. What are they going to say about you? Allow God to use you. Don't stop. We pray that you are richly blessed by today's message. We would love to connect with you. Just go to our website at kingdomrock.org. You can become our friend on Facebook or follow us on Twitter and subscribe to our YouTube channel and a whole lot more. Right there at kingdomrock.org. We would love to hear from you. And if you're in the Bremen area, please stop by and join us every Sunday morning. Sunday school is at 9 a.m. and Sunday morning is at 10 Wednesday night, we have what's called Hour of Power. It starts at 6.30 p.m. All are invited. We're located at 180 Helton Road in Bremen, Georgia. 
Give us a call at 770-537-1933. We would love to hear from you. And if you have a prayer request, by all means, please log on to our website at kingdomrock.org and click on the prayer page. Until tomorrow, remember that Jesus is Lord. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way.